Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we have an awesome episode. We're joined by my mom, Debbie, to talk about dealing with a rough start to the school year. She also has a ton of encouragement to share about how to deal with the child that you butt heads with, how to find joy in homeschooling, and remembering that homeschooling is a marathon. Before we begin, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for helping make the Smiling Homeschooler possible. We work with them because we believe their curriculum is one of the best and helps more homeschoolers smile. So go support them and check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, thank you to Homeschooling Today magazine for their support. If you need more regular homeschooling encouragement, which every mom does, then go subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, uh, last time we talked, I t- it was all by myself, and I did two shows uh, yeah. because for some reason it wasn't recording my voice. Um, so it's hopefully this is a one-shot deal. Um, but you know, if you've listened to very long, you know that we have a very special guest, my wife, because she ain't easy to get. It's easier to get a political figure or anybody else but her. But everybody always says, we want to hear from Debbie. We love when Debbie's on the show. So here she is, everybody. If you've got, a, if you're listening tonight and you've got a question, this would be a good time to ask it because I don't know when. In fact, today I was just like, we were, we've done a lot. We've covered a lot of territory today. And uh, Ben said, well, I don't know if mom will do it. And I'm like, she's doing it. <laughs> and I wrote her and she goes, I don't, I don't know. And I said, I'm not asking. I'm telling you, you're doing it. Cause that's the way it rolls around here at the Wilson household. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she pants. said. Uh, yeah. She gave me a list of everything that she's, you know, overwhelmed and stressed <laughs> by. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, that's fine. Stress is my middle name. So yeah, uh, yep. she, yep. she, but uh, Ben kind of had a kind of uh, some thoughts of how we might lead this show. So I'm going to turn it over to Ben now. Yeah. So take it away, Ben. Yeah, I mean, uh, mom, it's always fun. And obviously she has so much wisdom to share. Uh, but something that I've been thinking about and noticing is a lot of people are starting their school year already, even though we try to encourage people to wait just a couple more weeks till at least September, uh, you know, after Labor Day, uh, that is fine to do that. But if you have started or there are a lot of, and something I've seen a lot of too, is new homeschoolers start right off, right off the get go because they want to get, get going, you know? Um, and I know this has happened for us many, many years, but is the, my question was, what do you do and have you experienced it, mom, where you have all these hopes and dreams, you get started. Maybe it's the first time you've ever done it with a you know, like homeschooled a certain kid and it is just rough. Uh, or maybe it is a kid who you've homeschooled for 10 years and it's just rough. Uh, but have you, have you gone through that before? And that's a rhetorical question, obviously, but go yeah, ahead and explain. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much every year, except the last couple, I would say. But it seems similar to me as marriage and parenting. You know, you kind of glamorize all those things in your head before you do them, and you know, kind of play out what it'll be like and how it'll seem. And same thing with the first day of school. It's like we kind of plan and we kind of schedule out how we think our day is going to go and we get excited about pulling out the new stuff and then i mean within minutes it feels like you're battling a bad attitude or someone hurt someone or you know it doesn't matter and it's just like it can just be killed instantly by not even the school stuff just the other you know the other relationship stuff and um man every single year i think i was probably in my closet crying by 
I don't know, 10.30 or 11, I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's probably, though, I was thinking today, I think there's like two of mom, homeschool moms. I think, and I'm in one camp, which is the more, a little bit more uptight moms, a little more, I don't know. I'm sure my husband could think of a lot of adjectives and then kind of the laid back mom. And I really want to be a laid back mom. And I have gotten much more laid back in schooling, but um, I think you're in one of those two camps in a general sense. And so if you're a laid back mom, I feel like you kind of just start when you decide to, and you don't like plan it all out. You just kind of start and it just, you don't have any real expectations. It just happens and it's no big deal really. And then the other type like really like to plan it out. You know, they like, they've been thinking about it kind of off and on all summer. And then they spend some real concentrated time figuring out exactly what they're using and kind of their order and their schedule and, you know, all those things. And um, I think that camp has a lot harder time because we just get in our heads how we think it's going to go or should go. And then we're blown away when it instantly doesn't go that way. And we just fall apart and think, I can't do this. What am I doing wrong? I'm just so, you know, and, um, and so unfortunately <laughs> when you're more of that kind of mom, I think the key is just to have low, low zero expectations. I mean, that sounds so pathetic, but I just feel like if you don't glamorize how it's going to go and just really have no expectations and just think, you know what, we're just going to, accomplish what we can that first day. I mean, most first days, first week sometimes, it's just getting everything running. Like I can remember one year, like the laptop wasn't working and I didn't know the login for something. And we, you know, couldn't find the DVDs for something else. It was like literally everything we went to do. And I should have had it already, but I didn't because I was behind schedule. So anyway, I'm kind of rambling, but oh. that's- Can you ever remember- cool. Do you think- Go, Go ahead, Dad. I was just going to say, too, I mean, you really picture something. Maybe it's, you know, it's like childbirth or anything. It's like going on vacation. You try to, you picture in your head this happy little family. Like, you think, oh, we're going to try these new stories. And and you picture frolicking and learning <laughs> and, you know, and it just turns sour so fast. And uh, really... Uh, you know, for some moms, you could really be tempted to think, oh, this is this I this is stupid. You know, this is going to be terrible. Um, and, you know, really, I think Ben was going to lead it into what do you do when you get there? When, or maybe you weren't. No, not, maybe yes. But at first I was going to say, can you ever think of any specific anecdotes, you know, of like where you actually had like, okay, this is a new curriculum maybe for this kid and they're going to really like it, you know, and you're, you're, uh, or, uh, you know, maybe it was, yeah. you know, Ike's getting ready to start and you're like, Ooh, this is going to be good. And then he just is like, no, you know, and just starts screaming, you know, the first day or, you know, crying or, yeah. you know, rejects it or whatever it may be. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, I'm sure there were many of those times. The one that stands out in my mind was I hate picking science curriculum. And so I had found one, you know, at the convention, I won't name any names, but it had the coolest, you know, booth at the convention. It had like this race and round and round and round on this corner booth and it was super hands-on. I'm like, oh man, he is going to love that. This is one of one of my middle kids. And so I buy it. I mean, it was a big investment for me compared to what I usually spent hardly anything 
and super excited. And I brought it home and turned it on that first day and it had all this writing on the screen and I thought it was gonna like talk it to him, like gonna like to him out loud because he wasn't an awesome reader. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. And get the internet message. Okay. And when I realized there was no sound and he had to like read all of the screens himself. I mean, the whole screen was covered with text. I'm like, oh my word, I can't even use this with him. Like he can't even do this. This is, I will have to say her and read it word for word every day. And I was just so bummed that it was. And then I had one recently for one of my other kids. I thought he was into electronics for some reason. And I bought this curriculum and I mean, within the first three days he was having me help him and I had no clue. And so I called Todd in to do it. And I'm like, you're going to have to do this with him. I don't have a clue. And he was like, this is too hard. We cannot do this. So we never did it. It was just a total bomb. Literally the first day or two. It was yeah. like, okay, really some of these curriculums should be sued for not false advertising, but they, they look so pretty, you know, they look, they take a boring story and then they cover it with illustrations and it's still boring. You know, or, you know, they put a fun cover on the book of a read aloud and you think, oh, this will be good. And again, I can remember so many times your mom just being so excited about <laughs> something you were so excited about. And then really within the first day, you're thinking, I'm not going to do yeah. this. This is terrible. I, mean, I this remember is not that. any good. Pretty yeah. much. It feels like every year. I mean, I that's a long that. time ago. That was probably yeah. 20 four years ago now or whatever yeah. but i mean i feel like every time mom would come up with hopes and we would just destroy them within like an hour yeah. and i just feel yeah. like i remember that every year and i kind of feel you know you feel bad like man she was so excited for this and we just sucked it all out you know but yeah uh, i mean one time it was history and i just start it was a, i was gonna read it aloud for history and i started reading it. i'm like i cannot stand reading this like i hate how it sounds like i I just could not like handle it the way it was written. I'm like, no, what am I gonna do? Like I was planning to use this all year and I yeah. can't even stand to read it. Well, do you remember like <laughs> attitudes ever being, especially early on, like, oh. you know, like was that a big thing where you pictured us learning differently or, you know, responding differently? Yeah. And was that a hard adjustment initially? Oh, yeah. I mean, you just in your head, you're thinking we're all in our places with bright, happy faces. You know, like you just picture everyone's going to be as excited as I am to start, you know, and then like, I mean, and I'm not even talking bad kids. They're just normal kids, you know, but they're grumpy or they're tired or you had a rough night before or, or whatever. Someone hates school and doesn't even want to start or it just never fails. Like it just and you battle that really a chunk of the year but yeah. it's especially discouraging when it's day one <laughs> yeah, like, exactly i cannot do this you know it's just so discouraging so but yeah. you know go ahead. Oh, go ahead no continue i was just gonna say there were so many times i said i can't do this i'm just not doing this i can't do it it's pathetic it, there's no point you know and I finally had to get to the place where it was like you know what all these grandiose ideas just throw them out the window and if we can just learn a little each day you know we just do a little and we smile and enjoy it a little eventually all that ups to adds up to accomplishing a lot you know and it's okay that you don't have this 
three hour long, intense, engaged learning session. It's okay that it's just small little nuggets, little increments here and there. And you know, if it's absolutely torture someday, then you just adjust and you don't try and accomplish all that you were planning to, you know, because it's just not worth it at that point. But go but ahead. is a little bit really, you should... go ahead, man. Is a little bit worth it over just putting them in school and letting them get a lot? Yeah, because they will get a lot of a whole lot of stuff you don't want them to get. And that's the thing. I can remember one time my older sister started homeschooling quite a bit before I did. And I called her up and I'm like, I just can't handle it. Tara. I'm like, oops, I just said her name. I'm like, not just are they, I feel like they're terrible, but I'm terrible. Like I'm reacting and I'm acting bad. And now they're going to just like, whatever. And I'm like, they'd be so much better off with just a insane, not insane mom, <laughs> a sane teacher teaching them. And she was so assuring. And she was like, guess what, Abby? She goes, even if they catch your bad habits, at least they're your bad habits and not an entire classrooms of other kids and people you don't even know and all their bad habits. And her point was, you know, they're still better off at home with mom than they are facing all of the other. There's so much more than actual learning at school. I mean, that's the, that's the, I think, easy part. I mean, but you're just battling a hundred million other things when you open that door and you just don't realize it. I mean, you just yeah. have to trust from the people who've been there, done that telling you don't do it. It's not worth it. And, um, so even though you feel like you're just battling bad attitudes and kids who don't care about learning, it's still better. It's still a better place and a better situation than, than the alternative. Well, it's almost like a, a f switch flips in our minds where it's like, uh, where it's like, okay, they're in school now. So now school, meaning the books and stuff like that, that is the most important thing of learning at this point. Like, it's like, that is the goal of everything learning wise when it's like, that is just a secondary kind of, obviously like reading and math is all, all that's yeah. important, but like that is not, it, nothing else ends when that begins, you know, like everything else is still just is more important through all of that, but yeah. it does feel like yeah. it switches. I mean, you talk to teachers, they can barely even teach because it's just such a hard environment. And honestly, the reason the reason moms consider it is self-doubt. I mean, it's just purely yeah. doubting yourself, being able to handle it and do it. And <coughs> it's, it's just that more than anything. But Kristen here <laughs> said, yep, day one has been hard lately. It gets easier for me by March usually. <laughs> so, uh. Well, and I was reading the... Kristen's comment too she goes agreed I'm thinking of starting a week with spiritual emphasis character and chores not school but setting a good foundation for the year Kristen I'll just say right now you're setting yourself up even for for more heartache because you know you think then you'll figure oh, out the spiritual stuff too <laughs> we're gonna do spiritual stuff and we're gonna set this you know and it's kind of like these people are spiritual logs you know that they're heathens or whatever um, you know, again, cause we picture in our head and I, and I'm the worst, you know, I, I imagine myself teaching certain things and my kids being so excited about it and, you know, they're just fighting you're like, I mean, you need to listen to me now. And, uh, it is just hard, but Debbie, you said, you said that you go ahead. You were going to say something else. I was but... just going to say, I get what she's saying though. And I do think there's value in doing that. Like where you right. kind of establish a routine 
of like what is each person going to do in the morning to help get things ready to start or to deal with chores and stuff. I think that is good to to do before you try to do all of that at once. You know, I think it's good mm-hmm. to start with that and get that kind of a, a you know a routine or a um, a new habit scheduled or not scheduled but implemented right. before you try and. You know, because really everything does kind of change up once school starts back up. And I think that's good to not try and do school at that. And it's really a good time to get your husband involved, too, to, you know, if, say, chores have been kind of sloppy during the summer that, you know, I know I'll redraw the chore chart that just to remind everybody that on Monday, Cal has the dishes. On Tuesday, Jed has the dishes, you know, and uh, or, or say, hey, I know we've been sleeping in a little late in the summer but starting on monday through friday you know we're going to get up at this time and i expect you to you know have your breakfast done and those are good things to talk about yeah so what would you say mom and then we'll do an ad here um you know for the mom who maybe maybe it is their 10th 10th year doing it or whatever or it could be a first year you know anywhere in between who you know the first day the first week it's not going how they thought uh, and, or we're hoping, uh, and they're just having either, whether it's doubts or just, you know, struggling and maybe, you know, maybe there's no doubts at all, but they're just really struggling and disappointed, you know? Cause I mean, this is something that a lot of people, it is, you know, cherish. I, I mean, they really are looking forward to this or, you know, initially at least they really want it to be mm-hmm. good. You know, what yeah. would you say to the mom who's just so discouraged after a first week? I, mean, I think you just, you have to look at it as a marathon, um, because it is, I mean, it is a long, long marathon. And unfortunately, the more you do it and the minute more years you do it, you get kind of tired, kind of like parenting your last kid, you just get tired. And so I, I've heard people say on their very last kid, their last year or two, they quit homeschooling because they're just too tired to do it. You know, so I think that's normal. And I think, I think it's um, not to, that shouldn't surprise you. And that's, it's okay that you're having those feelings, but I think along with that, you have to just stay committed to the end goal. And I think you have to, um, as Todd used to say, close the hatchet, meaning you don't, don't leave the hatchet open with an hatch. escape route. hatch. Sorry. What did I say? Hatchet. Yeah. Uh, it's totally different. Don't leave the hatchet laying around. <laughs> Do not know? have a hatchet in your home, in your round room. <laughs> First <door>. week. <laughs> might be tempted to use it. Okay. See That's why help. you're the one that should be talking to The hatch. Yeah. Close the hatch and just don't give yourself any other options because if you do, you'll probably pick them at some point because it's way, sounds way easier at times. But, um, but if you're committed to why you're doing it and, um, then you just, it's a marathon. It's going to be hard sometimes, but you just go with it and don't be surprised by that and stay committed and close the hatch. So you Stick escape to route yeah yeah no that's really good advice um before we do another couple questions here uh, i just want to say thank you to teaching textbooks for making the smiling homeschooler possible and i know in our family teaching textbooks was something that removed some friction in a time that caused a lot of tears uh and you know, we've been using them since uh my second or third last year so that was 
long time ago at this point, but their, their curriculum just keeps getting better and better. It's fun. It's interactive. You can do it from any device that has an internet browser, basically. So it's uh, really easy to access. Um, it's just an amazing, amazing company, amazing curriculum. Definitely go check out a free trial for this year if you haven't already over at teachingtextbooks.com. And also, we want to thank uh, Homeschooling Today magazine. Um, you know, uh, I say it every week that you should treat yourself by getting a great resource that you can have in the bathroom or uh, some more by your nightstand, especially at this time. You know, not only is the magazine filled with great articles, but it's got lots of resources. that might be an introduction to something that might help you along the way. Maybe you're struggling in an area. Um, it's great to check out the resources and go, oh, I didn't know. I've never heard of that program. And you can go check it out. So we want to thank them. You can check them out at homeschoolingtoday.com. And Ruth here, I thought I want to read this here real quick. Uh, she said, I felt uh, that was the best thing I ever heard from Todd at the convention this last year to commit to the long haul. I used to answer to people that I was taking it year by year. But after I after that, I decided I'm planning to see it all the way through. Uh, I think that is really good advice and an awesome mindset shift for sure. I mean, if you are doing it because you believe it's best. I mean, yeah, that's a major change versus just I'm just doing it because I think it'll be easy or, or not necessarily easy, but I can just do a better job at this thing and we'll see how it goes because I can tell you it was as uh, someone who went through it, it was a lot of rough time, but it's so worth it from, from the kid who received it. So I really appreciate it. But dad, you had some other questions. The from, yeah, the guinea pig. Uh, you had some I, other I questions did. there. Um, they disappeared here. Okay. Find them. Um, um, uh, mom asked Debbie, you know, uh, she's talking about the beginning of school and that she was kind of, she's new at it. She said, but she wants to know how she can enjoy it more. She said, my kids are in 10th grade, 7th grade, and third grade. I think she's a little apprehensive of just, you know, getting into the year because she wants it to be more fun. I mean, those are kind of later grades. How do you make that part more fun or how I, I, I should take that back. How can she enjoy it more? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what I would say to that. For one thing, I would kind of check your curriculum, what you're using. Um, if it's super heavy in quizzes or tests or grading, I would uh, check it or else not do those things with it. I think that makes it more fun right there. Um, I would do things together when you can, like just read a read a good read aloud with all three of them if you can, find one that all those ages would like together. Um, and maybe even for like the older two for like history, you know, maybe you watch stuff together instead of trudging through a textbook history type of thing or, you know, um, I guess I just would, adjust things huh. through various subject matters that can lend itself to either a lighter maybe pace or structure like i already said or um doing things that are just enjoyable in the subject together like like i already said i guess reading or watching or um trying to think what else i don't know do you have any ideas todd or well i was going to say too do you think um you know, especially as you get a 10th grader, uh, you know, I would spend I more time. Yeah, I would try to spend more time doing the things that they 
kind of enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, you know, now this is, you can fight them and you can say, you're going to do what everybody else in the country is doing, even though you're terrible at it and you don't get it. Um, or you can say, hey, you know, you really like this. You really like sports. And so we're going to have a sports emphasis. Or you really like history. So we're going to let you do more history. Or yeah. you really like math. So you can do lots of math. Um, but I, I think that makes it, that just makes it more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good. I forgot about that. <laughs> we do that too. Yeah. <laughs> this, not to come back around too much to the thing before, but I was talking, we talked to someone, I don't remember who it was, but someone recently. And the thing was, the gist was basically, you know, their daughter, I think it was or something. Uh, it sounded like they had homeschooled for a little bit and was like, you know, she's like, we just, she just was like, you're not, I just can't, this is not really working mom. You know, maybe it was a personality clash or something like that. I just think I need to be in school. And so they put them in school, you know, when you've had a lot of different personalities out of the eight kids you've had. And obviously some of them you probably find easier to interact with than others. Uh, yeah. How do you deal with the personality that might be, you know, more head to head and how do you you know, yeah, I guess how do you push, you know, because not just maybe pushing through is the opposite of what you're needing to do, but how do you deal with that and that of where it's like, nope, I just can't do it. They got it. You know, I, this is not working versus that it wasn't your option. Yeah. So you were like, I got to work through this, even though we are, you know, hitting heads constantly. Mm -hmm. I think you pick your battles really carefully and you, you don't make everything a battle of wills because I mean, they'll make everything a battle and you got to just let things go. Not meaning not be the parent, but some things just aren't a big deal and you can't get stuck on, well, because I said so and only just dictating, you know, you, I think it has to shift to um, including them, like letting them feel like they have a voice in um, maybe what it's, what they're using or how they're doing it. Or, you know, when I go head to head with, um, a certain one currently, I have to really stop talking and stop arguing and listen and just see what their points are and see. And a lot of times they have good thoughts. You know, I mean, I feel like Ben and I, you and I did that quite a bit where, you know, my first reaction was just to react and instantly we were like bucking heads, but, but, um, I felt like if you can take the stance mm -hmm. of I'm going to listen and not, you know, be as much in a dictatorial role and just listen, then I think that just helps. And not that you can always adjust, but I think it changes kind of the dynamic. And um, but I don't think a kid should get to decide what they do for school. Like I I hate when I hear parents say well, my kid said they wanted to go to school instead, so we're drying it. It's just like, why would anyone think a kid knows what's best for them? You know, why? I mean, we are to train and disciple our kids. Like, that is up to us what we think is the best scenario for them, not for a kid to decide who has no clue, even though they think they do. They don't. And so I, I just hate hearing that and so I, I mean if mine ever said that which i don't think anyone did um until this year actually uh, i had one mention it because pete he was around people that had said oh you would thrive at school because you're so this that and the other and so i just kind of shared with him 
you red know, flag read. red flag <laughs> Sorry, yeah. yeah yeah but anyway so i'm rambling yeah but. no no that's good um grace here has a question here she said startup struggles we're just starting out our year and i feel like i don't have enough quote unquote work for my seventh grader i don't want her to be surprised as things ramp up in the coming years it takes her a very short amount of time to finish each day any advice how do you gauge how much is enough for middle slash high school um I, i don't know i'd be curious as to whether she fills her time well um when she is done like is she eager to learn more and do more or is she getting it done quickly because it's easy and she wants to move on to other things like i always figured out more for my kids to do if i felt like they weren't able to use their time wisely when we weren't doing school you know so like most of my older kids we gave them we were almost always done by lunch with school and then we gave them the afternoon to get really good at what their natural bents were so um i don't think it's a time issue honestly like i don't think you should measure whether they've done enough school or how much they've done by how long it takes or how you know how long you've been doing school um i would try to find out what really makes her excited and passionate and you know um let her spend more time kind of doing that and if if the other things are short and they're not really her cup of tea that's okay like Mm -hmm. i don't know todd and i would say too that you know i know there is that pressure like just like debbie said we measure how much they learn by how much how long it took them and uh again i've said it on the show before i can remember in elementary school thinking this is just a waste of time that we spend so much time you know, hurting kids. And I, I, I can remember thinking we could just condense this in a real short period of time and I could be done in 15 minutes. So, you know, and, and again, like Debbie said, you decide, you know, do you think your middle schooler is, is learning enough? Then I think that's enough. Uh, and you don't have to feel guilty. Like if other people are saying, Oh yeah, but we're doing advanced algebra, you know, in seventh grade. I'm, I, I don't even know why they need algebra in seventh grade. I don't even, honestly, I don't know why they need algebra. But, uh, but you know, you get to decide that, not someone else. So, you know, if you feel like your daughter's spending, you know, is enjoying learning, she's, you're, you're gaining progress, um, you know, and she's not bored afterwards. Like Debbie said, maybe if she is bored, maybe you give her something else to do um, that's more productive. Um, but I, I wouldn't be too worried. Yeah. What about specifically the ramp up part? Do you think that is, you know, have you seen that to be the case? Have you had anyone, you know, have issues with that? If that is even, you know, reality? Because uh, I know I that's know. a lot of people's I, I, worry is that final couple of years, like, oh, they're, you know, they're not going to be ready for either. And if they go on to college, they're going to have to buckle down. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's a myth. I think that's a myth. I mean, they used to do that when, even when I was in school, they'd say, well, you know, they're going to spoon feed you in college. That's not necessarily true yes or no i'm not going to spoon feed you but it wasn't as hard as they made it sound like it was going to be and i think the same thing for for high school yes it's like a grown it's like a kid you know when they're in kindergarten you give them a certain amount of chores when they're 18 you give them bigger chores um and so th- there is a gradual ramp maybe but i would not 
fall into that like, oh, it's going to get so much harder in high school because it's not so much harder. It's just learning a little bit, built upon a little bit, upon a little bit, upon a little bit. And when you're there, it's not that big a deal. And, and I, I think it depends on the end goal. Like um, I've, I've met some homeschool students who say college was a breeze compared to their homeschool. And I've met a couple college students who would say they didn't feel prepared. But so again, I think it's your end goal because like in our family, um, it's not just a case closed. As soon as you graduate, you're going off to college. I, I, we want our kids, if, if they want to go, they have to really want to go to pursue something that needs a college degree. Um, it's just not an automatic thing. As soon as you graduate, you go off to college. If you have no clue what you even want to do, because, because I think, um, you know, there's lots of examples when there's a will, there's a way. So if, if someone's super eager to go and you know, that's their trajectory and they have something they're really wanting to, um, get a degree in, then, you know, you might have to ramp it up a bit to, to make sure they're prepared for the rigors of college. If you've, you know, especially if you've been more laid back, but on the other hand, if you aren't adamant that that's the route they have to take, then it shouldn't really change anything. You just, you just make sure they've done what you think they need to know before they graduate. And, and then you just go from there. And if they decide they want to go, and they're passionate enough about what they want to study, they will get there just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Dad, I think that's a good spot. We can let mom uh, uh, go. I know we could probably ask questions all night because it's always so good. But dad, you want to wrap it up for us tonight? Yeah, I just, you know, I just wondering, I hope you're encouraged by my normal wife who still feels those normal things. And I think she began at the beginning where she said, uh, you know, she used to feel that stronger at the beginning, that kind of, you know, that anxiety. And, you know, that does that does decrease the longer you do it. Even some of the moms said on the comments uh, today on another post, you know, oh, when I first started, I was like this, but now I'm not, you know, and I just think that's maturity in us. Maybe not even that. It's not even just maturity. That's kind of perspective. You know, as you've been doing it for a while, you kind of see what matters and what doesn't. And uh, how all those schedules that you write down really get shredded on that first day. So maybe you don't spend so much time writing them down. And it just boils down again to it's just a family learning together. And that's a pretty cool thing. So I hope you have a great rest of the week, whether you've started school or not. And you can always take a break even in that first or second week and say, you know what? This is a four-day week or a three-day week. And that's okay. And uh, whatever you do, make sure you're smiling. Thank you for joining us for another episode. If you have a question for Debbie, feel free to message us over on Facebook or email us at familyman at familymanweb.com. We also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making the Smiling Homeschooler possible. Have a great week and don't forget to smile.